Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. And welcome to Dice Roll, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on planet. We ask hard questions like, why hasn't Galarian turned into a vegan meatless society? Because meat good. Okay, but here's the thing. We have confirmed that uh-huh. as of, uh, in the Lost Omens Travels Guide, they confirmed the amount of people in Galarian who can use magic. And it is 20% of the population. Mm-hmm. That's one in five people, right? Yeah. Create food and drink is not a hard spell to cast. It's like Here's level one. The thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. There will always be cultures and there will always be places where hunting or like specific specific foods are like important. And create food and drink is 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 good, but there's also the process of like cooking. Yeah, there's that nothing like still a hard earned, to do. like well cooked meal. Also, it's one in five people that can do magic and like choose to do that. You have to you have to understand that that is a choice <laughs> that you want to get, have. Not that always. Style. A lot of it is also um, people who are just born with it in their blood. I'm saying choose to actually do the spell or and or okay, use that, it and or yeah. learn it. Like, <laughs> I have come to a conclusion from this hard question. This was actually a psyop. I wanted to test a hypothesis, and oh I was right. Yeah. You are all in big meat's pocket. I'm Filipino. Yeah. I eat pork. <laughs> what do you want from me? Listen, I'm sorry that I'm Filipino and Latino. I'm sorry that that meat's fucking good. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I'm going to eat the hell out of the lumpia that my friends bring. Making it a race issue once again. I'm sorry and that I'll my favorite Fili- fucking Filipino food is seasick, okay? Like, <laughs> Jesus. I'm just gay and I my, love meat, baby. Mine. Maybe you mine guys is... should try just eating a hearty diet of potatoes with every meal. Potatoes are good. My favorite food is KK's mom's chicken adobo. <laughs> I was so afraid when you start saying my favorite food is KK's mom, and I breathed a sigh of relief. I could have stopped there. You could have. I breathed a Let's sigh of relief. Let's move on, you... actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so nice when it happens to your mom, is it, KK? Yeah, Versus... not so nice, is it? <laughs> not, so, not so great. Not so funny. Not so... <clears throat> Why is it? Why are you guys making it out to be like, I'm the one that does your mom jokes? <laughs> Would we like to play some Pathfinder? <laughs> yeah. This is okay. false advertising of my character. Fuck every single one of you. <laughs> hey, I didn't do anything. Previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, 
our heroes were cornered by deadly enemies. Devil's Jews returned from the grave as Jiangxi. It seems that something transformed these hapless K-pop band, uh, this hapless K-pop band, into uh, murderous vampires. And they have no recollection of who did it, except that they seem vaguely familiar in their now hazy memories. Our heroes uh, had them locked away with the Golden League, not wanting to potentially alert authorities that something was a fuck, and uh, went on to uh, fight in the quarterfinals of the uh, Ruby Phoenix tournament, which is to say um, they uh, fished. They did fishing. It was a fishing minigame, and everyone laughed because everyone loves my fishing minigame jokes. It was really good. Um, it was a pretty good joke. Um, we didn't get TPK. That's the important you didn't, part. You didn't get TPK. Did you we didn't heal, beat the shit. Did we heal your trauma? Your fishing trauma? I feel a I little less terrified <laughs> to, to go... I can go into the water again, you know? Oh my god. <laughs> Following this, however... Uh, we watched the final teams enter the, uh, the the semifinals. The Biting Roses and Tino's Toughest, with Steps of the Sun being eliminated alongside the Arms of Balance. It's not fair. Life isn't fair. <laughs> um, so, uh, we're actually going to hop into character directly afterwards. Okay. Okay, starting with you, Masami. My question is, what do you do following the tournament itself? Uh, by now, Chuji has gone home, uh, but other people are celebrating, going out into the streets, uh, you know, unwinding. Uh, Sanku has gone off and is just messing around with Lolo, um, enjoying the fireworks. Uh, what are you doing right now? Yeah, I think they're just kind of walking around. No set destination. They're just walking, looking at all the festivities. Okay. I think um, you are kind of like... You're like making your way through the streets. Fireworks erupt in the night, but I don't know that you're necessarily paying much attention to the fireworks. No. Would it be fair to say that you're, like, keeping your eyes peeled? Yes, they have uh, picked up the habit of looking over their shoulder every so often. You haven't seen anything. Which, in itself, is worse. Because that just means that that person tailing you is actually doing a good job right now. Like, I think at one point, the the closest thing that you see, you, like for a moment you're like, oh shit, there he is. And it's a fucking mot. And you're like, okay, cool. Eventually, as you're like walking around the main street, uh, you feel a hand on your shoulder. And before you can turn around and plunge a dagger into the assailant's throat, you see that it is a familiar face. It is Sunita, Sunita Gupta, the uh, sylph member of uh, the Arms of Balance who is just kind of smiling broadly at you. Uh. And with Sunita is Artis Rodrivan of the Biting Roses. Sunita kind of smiles and says, Masami, I thought it was you. Hello. Uh, hi. Hello. Um, how are you guys enjoying the festivities? Uh, Artis, uh, kind of, he, he splays his hands out a bit and says, it truly is nothing like what we have at home. We have our celebrations, of course, but they all take place during the day with the sun beaming down and I could go on for hours about it, but this is magnificent. Have you been to many of these kind of celebrations in your time, Masami? <laughs> uh, many, actually. Um, there are times where I'd actually sneak out to be a part of it. Uh, Sunita kind of laughs and says, oh, you sly thought, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as their tails like swish behind them. You're not wrong. 
Sunia just smiles and says, do you want a drink? We're all just kind of unwinding. This whole tournament, it's so easy to get swept up into it, isn't it? And actually, <laughs> uh, Artis and I were thinking of going through some of the newspaper clippings we've collected so far. We just thought you'd find it interesting. Oh, yeah. Would you like to... She kind of gestures like there's there's a lot of like outdoor food areas with like barrels and chairs that you can like sit down at. Um, food from all around Tianxia, like... This is the biggest event in the continent right now. So vendors from like far corners of the continent are like rushing over to be like, hey, everyone, buy our cool exotic food. That definitely isn't overpriced, but it's like, come on, come here, come here. It's good. But it does mean that there is a lot of places to kind of like chill out and eat. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to join you guys. You guys sit and uh, you go through some newspapers. Specifically, there's like a lot about you guys in it. You're not favorites to win. The favorites to win right now is uh, the Lightkeepers. Mm. The newspapers are painting them as these... Some of them as charming rogues who are willing to do what it takes to win uh, and have, like, kind of cunning battle strategies that'll uh, get them through any situation. Um, others are, you know, painting them as... I guess the best way of putting it is, like, the heel in a wrestling tournament... You know, like, oh, the villains, those guys, they're jerks. But, like, in a loving way. I um, see. You guys, the Radiant Winds, however, are uh, being portrayed as, yeah, the gods chosen, you know? Um, there's, like, a lot of embellished articles about how uh, Masami was seen with ten tails, proving that they're actually a, a legendary figure reincarnated. They must be a herald of the gods, you know? Which I think like, they audibly scoff at that one. <laughs> Um, Sumita kind of like laughs and says, what's wrong? Are you not, you're not a legendary trickster figure from folklore? <laughs> oh, please. If I was, you think I'd be seen? Ooh. And Arthur says, ah, but wouldn't a trickster use that ploy exactly to, to say, well, if I truly was this great trickster, I wouldn't be seen. And then allowing people to see them to turn them off the scent. Oh, if that happens, and they transform into their, uh, their, uh, Minkai, um, disguise, I'd use a different face. I think that catches both of them off guard, and they, like, clap, and they're like, yeah! That really, <laughs> like, they cheer, you know? They are very, uh, taken aback by that. And as you guys are chatting and, like, uh, smiling, there are, like, floats going by, and, uh, one of the floats, uh, is a very familiar figure. Mm -hmm. You hear it before it arrives. Uh, it's a massive float that is made to look like a mountain. And twirling around the mountain are these enchanted paper dragons. At least at first you think they're enchanted. Before you realize that these paper dragons are actually costumes. Costumes that have been uh, affixed to uh, some air sprites. And the person atop this thing, playing the music is none other than Master Razu, the Tengu. He was the weird one. Do you remember? Yeah. At the, the opera house? Yeah, the one who wouldn't move from the portal. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, huh, that's weird. His music is astonishingly beautiful as he passes by. And uh, I think as he's going, um, Sunita's like, oh, Masami, look, it's your friend. What? Oh. <laughs> right. Artist looks between you guys as your friend. Did you hear about the the uh, the incident at the opera house? Artist, I think, blinks slowly, like, oh, God, what now? Um, <laughs> and he, 
he says, what? No, the only incident I heard of was, well, you know. And I think he looks away for a moment. He, like, looks at Sunita, then he looks back at you and like, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, well, the knights that my team, the Lightkeepers, and the Arms of Balance were invited to uh, one of his concerts at the Opera House. There was a portal that appeared right behind him. There was a lot of magic in the area that potentially clashed together. Uh, and a wind elemental just sprung out. I think Actress's face scrunches up a little bit. Hmm. That is weird. But why is he your friend exactly? Uh, because I was the first one to jump from the, uh, the balcony to push him out of the way or tell him to at least get away from the portal. And as Sunita smiles, and Master Azu, musical genius that he is, was all over Masami at the end. He was asking questions like, what's your name? And that was it. You know, stuff of legends, a, a friendship for the ages, she kind of teases. <laughs> oh god, is that another newspaper clipping? Oh no, that's just me speculating. Oh, <laughs> He's not really the talkative type from what I've heard, so him taking interest in you was certainly amusing, shall we say. But, um... I guess. Would you like to look through some of these newspaper clippings about the incident, just for fun? Um, sure. She, like, starts, like, flicking through, um, like, another, like, a few older papers. It seems like she specifically brought this today, uh, as a... Maybe... Do you want to make a perception check? <laughs> oh, boy. Sure. <laughs> you get a feeling, Masami, that... The fact that Sunita is hanging out with Artis, who is a member of the Biting Roses, the team that knocked them out, and the fact that she has all these newspaper clippings that, you know, to remind her of her time here at the tournament, you don't get the feeling that Sunita is someone who puts their heart on their sleeve, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This might have might have been a way with, like, being okay with the loss, you know? Okay. But she's flicking through and she starts reading uh, and it's an article and says, brave heroes single-handedly, and she raises an eyebrow, single-handedly put a stop to uh, air elemental chaos at Empress Yi Opera House. And it, uh, let's see, Masami Takahara, a kitsune magus, used their incredible power to teleport onto the stage and swing Master Razu out of danger. Uh, well, I did push him. That was a thing that happened. Oh, no. It says here in black and white, you swung him off the stage, holding onto a rope as he went. Most impressive, Master Takahara. Was that how that happened? I ripped it. Okay. It wasn't, <laughs> but I'm sure it was, actually. She smiled. <laughs> oh, God. I think uh, Artis, like, kind of looks, like, it points out, and there's a few, like, illustrations, um, magic ones that were, like, uh, like, reporters, you know, putting an ink to paper and capturing everything that they see before them on the page, and says, let's see, I don't see any rope that you could have swung from. What do you think? And Masami, as you're looking at this, I want you to make a quick perception check. Another one, because I'm nice. Okay. And by nice, I mean cruel. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you see something in this, uh, this, not a photo, this illustration. 
Okay. There's a figure who, unlike everyone else in this picture, is not facing the uh, the the spectacle unfolding before them. Okay. That a figure that is leaving. Leaving. Like, obviously, people are leaving, but this person is, like, leaving in the opposite direction to everyone else, you know? They are not going towards doors. Okay. And the damnedest thing about this person is that they have a pretty familiar appearance. Old They're, like, raggedy and old, yeah. Uh Like, you can't really make out their face. They're wearing, like, weird, frumpy clothing. It's weird. I don't think they say anything. But that does unnerve them, because that means that they've been watching the entire time. Okay. Do you have, like, any reaction at all? Would the others pick up on this, or are you... They would need to make a a perception check, probably. I don't think they're actively looking for it, so I don't think they're actively going to. Okay. Um, In fact, I would like you, if anything, to make a deception check against their perception DCs. Okay. Okay. Sunita doesn't see shit. Sunita is just laughing and, like, pointing out and says, Oh, and it says that Master Chuji used a blinding light attack to destroy the air elemental. Now, that doesn't sound exactly <laughs> like what happened. Um, oh, yeah. Artus, however, looks at you. Artus, like, narrows his eyes for a moment. And he makes a, you okay? It's like, uh, like, he quirks his eyebrow up at you as, in a way that you can read of, like, Hey, are you good? Um, I think as Sunita's just, like, going over the clipping, um, Masami locks eyes with them and looks directly at the figure that they they were shocked to see and looks back at him. He looks a little confused, but he clears his throat and says, Sunita, would you be able to actually uh, pick up a few more drinks for, uh, Master Takahara and I. And uh, Sunita says, get it yourself. And says, no, you get it. I got the last one. Sunita rolls her eyes and says, fine, okay. Give me two minutes. Do you have a preference for what you'd like? (laughs) What is Masami's drink order? Let's go. Straight Tian whiskey. She nods. Respectable. Uh, And um, (laughs) uh, he shakes his head and says, water. What the f- Fine. Hi, <laughs> Jehovah. <laughs> she gets up and she leaves. And the moment that she's turned her back, uh, he leans forward and says, "What's wrong? You don't look pleased." Suddenly, um, they point at the newspaper towards that person. Mm-hmm. His eyes go down, and then his eyes widen, and he says, "Oh shit!" I noticed them looking at us the last time we were all out drinking. All of us. It okay, was... so you've seen him too. Y- y- two? What do you mean? I've seen this man. Where? On Danger Island. What? It was in the middle of the night. Um, after we had a series of particularly strenuous fights, we saw this guy just in the middle of the night. What, was he watching you too, or...? Yes. Well, I just assumed it was another competitor trying to freak us out. hes I haven't seen... Maybe that's all it is? Why is he in this illustration? Right now I'm thinking he's... Maybe they're trying to keep tabs on all of the teams? Because... But they wouldn't have known in advance who was going to get in. Surely, right? 
I guess they were just trying to narrow down who would be the winners and who would not be continuing. But why would they be interested in that? What does that have to do with ninjas? I, the thing is, I don't even know if they're even a part of that part. What do you mean? Who else would they be a part of? You remember Devil's Deuce? Yes, unfortunately. Well, uh, they came back as Zhongxi. What? Yeah. Strong ones, too. How did they do... Okay, first question. What does Zhangxi? Uh, uh, va- vampire? Tian vampire? Oh, okay. They told us, because we were able to capture them, um, they told us that they were just gonna be fine with fucking be- becoming prison stars. And then a portal opened. They were taken by someone that they knew then they said that they were in extreme pain and the next thing they knew they woke up as Zhangxi and their only desire was to take my team down. How on earth does that make... And as he's saying that, suddenly, okay water and whiskey, and so you need to sit down and Arthur straightens up and looks at you. Masami takes the whiskey very graciously. <laughs> Thanks, Sunita. And uh, Sunita looks at you and says, were you in the middle of something? Masami looks at Artris to see if uh, they should say anything. I think Artris pauses and shakes his head and says, no, we were just catching up a little bit. Uh, We can talk more about it later, though, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. He nods and the two of you hang out and honestly, the rest of like the going through the newspapers is really fun. You see like Tino's Toughest have cultivated people who are like really into Tino's Toughest, uh, specifically like wishing that Tino was their dad. Um, people who are uh, like starting to get into Arcadian culture because of how cool uh, Biting Roses are. It's it's entertaining. It's amusing. And Masami, at the back of your head, true it all, you can't help but worry about who the fuck this person is and why they've been here since Danger Island. Like, would I send a scene with you? Sure, yeah, fine, cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard you were a little paranoid, uh, Masami, so I just decided to fucking dump more on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatize them more, why don't you? <laughs> so, I think we're actually going to go now to the morning. Chuji. <laughs> how are you doing this fine, uh, fire day morning? Masami came home and probably filled you in on holy fuck, that guy's been following us since fucking Danger Island. Yeah. Um, which, you know, surely was an experience. Kind of fucked. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, that definitely makes them nervous. But they, they've, they've been on edge since yesterday. As you kind of come out from your room, mm-hmm. and I think I'm, maybe you're like getting ready to like do your stretches... But almost as soon as you leave your room, there is a knock on the door. Chuji stretches a little bit. Their back cracks. They they go to answer the door in their pajamas. Well, the door opens, and standing outside uh, is none other than Junxiao of the Steps of the Sun. And she claps her hands and then bows for you. Says, "Master Chuji, hello." Oh, uh, hey. Hi. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. Uh, how are you guys? You know what? We're doing excellent. She smiles. <laughs> and it's a smile of, like, man. <laughs> we're doing excellent. Um, 
Yeah. But she she says, I hope it's not too early in the morning. Uh, but I was waiting patiently outside until I saw some uh, the the movement in your room to say you're up and ready. Are you busy right now? Uh, she like kind of looks behind them, uh, seeing uh, Misami and uh, Sanku kind of doing their own thing. Uh, and they kind of shrug and they're like, not really. Um, what's up? Is Shen okay? Do you know, I'd like to say yes, actually. But speaking of uh, the man himself, Lord Liang has asked that uh, I seek you out and invite you over first thing. And he was very, very insistent on it being this early in the morning. So I apologize for disrupting your routine. Oh, he asked for me specifically? Yes. He talked about quite a lot last night and today and is very insistent that you come. So I hope you won't send me home empty handed. Uh, <clears throat> they're like, they cough into their hand and they're like, uh, I just, um, give me a second. Okay. Of course, I'll wait outside to take all the time you need. And she takes yes. a single step back. <laughs> As Juju kind of closes the door, uh, Junsio turns and looks at and Sammy says, Good morning. Uh, they do a ch- they, they, they do the um, hello nod, the one where you just point your chin out and go, Morning. <laughs> and then the two of you just stand there awkwardly as Junsio <laughs> waits for uh, Chuji to come out. <laughs> And you hear a lot of fussing going on. I mean, listen, I think Masami's probably meditating, so... <laughs> yeah, and you ignore that shit. Um, <laughs> Juju closes the door, uh, and they're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> they, they, like, rush back into the room. You can, you can hear, like, uh, the shuffling of, like, uh, clothes and stuff. Sanku, what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at the, I'm laughing at how, how gay he's being. What do you mean he's being gay? He says loudly. <laughs> what? Shh, shh, shh. like pokes their head out and are like, are you fucking talking about me? No. Yes. What? Oh. I'm not doing anything. I've done nothing wrong here. Sanku said that you were being gay. I'm not even going to respond to that. And they go back in their... <laughs> Shuji, what are you doing in such a rush this fine not fire day morning? Fucking doing anything. Leave me alone. It's nothing. I'm just going out. And they, they like come out there and like um honestly the regular fit. <laughs> <laughs> he Lolo tilts his head at you. Says it looks like you're doing something rather than nothing. Well, I'm not. So and then they kind of like turn around. And they're like, do I look okay? Yes, Shuji. You look like you could slay a mighty beast. You mean it? They like flicks. You always look like that. Like you could slay a mighty beast. Yes, you are looking very slaying today. Lola, <laughs> <laughs> where did you hear that word? He's like that. The, the, the good students of uh, t- uh, Teacher Ayawari taught me on our night out drinking. They taught you to... S- okay. They, should... they said that they were very interested in learning slang from Tian Sha, and they showed me some that they had learned. I didn't know things could be swole. I... You should definitely keep saying that, yes. Swole. Shuji, <laughs> you can't see, like, by the way, uh, Junsio is in that exact same position outside. Oh, please. Uh, she's, they, she like leans a little bit to see if they're coming out. Oh god! Uh, they they like check themselves in the mirror. They're like, 
Have fun on your date. I'm not... Shut up. Shut up! Uh, I have not done anything wrong here. You're assuming things. I'm not going on a date. Yeah? Yeah. Who would well, I even Saku, do that it with? It seems no he's not, they're not going on a date, so we shouldn't press the issue forward. Exactly. Thank you, Lola. So are you gonna hang out with? Who are you going to hang out with? <laughs> they, like, shrink. And they're like... Shan. I see. He asked to see me, and I'm going to see what's up. Maybe he wants to fight. I don't know. It's just nothing a big. Friendly, platonic. Am I looking good to go hang out with this guy? I swear to God, I'm gonna throw you through the window. You would never. That would he not leave a good impression might. on the Ruby Phoenix. She's. Oh my God, I'm not gonna. Uh, don't I'm, Chuji, would you mind a word of advice from an old dragon? What, advice for what? What do I need advice for? I don't think hanging out with this man is going to win you any points in impressing the Ruby Phoenix. I'm leaving Jealousy right now. Jealousy is not a good motivator. Jealousy? <laughs> what Jealousy? Well, I'm just saying, uh, Master Shuji, that... If you wish to win the, the Ruby Phoenix's heart, as we have clearly defined by now is your goal. Oh, I, That's never been my goal. Goodness. Don't break her heart. I'm, you know what? I'm out. Bye. I'll see you guys in a few fucking hours. Have a good time. Yeah, Remember whatever. that today is the semifinals and we're going to be fighting the Bidemosis. <laughs> 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 leave. Jean Xiao claps her hands together and says, I was able to hear all of that, just so you are aware. Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's alright. But I did just feel you should know that for the sake of privacy. That the walls oh. are not very... The, the walls here are... Yeah, thanks, I'm piecing that together. Just, just so you are aware. Thanks, I'm more than aware right now. And she turns and walks away. Oh my... <laughs> they follow. You make your way out into uh, the living quarters of the Steps of the Sun. Mm -hmm. uh, Houseman waves. Um, he's in the garden, tending to sway. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jean Sio kind of like ushers you in. But doesn't enter herself. She's leaving you to go in and buy your own. Great. Um, Do you enter? Yeah, after like after like swapping looks between uh, Jin Sio and like, um, the area the Houseman's in. Mm -hmm. Uh... Uh, but I, they walk in. It's dark in there. It has a weird smell. A smell you don't immediately recognize. Uh -huh. But you do recognize it. It's not a smell you would expect here. It's ramen. Ramen? Stale ramen. Oh, you no. know that smell when you, uh, when you don't wash the dishes properly after having, like, a meal? <laughs> and, like, you can smell it the next day? <laughs> yeah. It's that smell. It's that ramen smell. Oh my god. There is a lump, a shape, in the back of the room. Uh -huh. It is not the uh, figure that you have come to know as Yang Shen. Yang Shen is graceful, clean, um, sharp as a knife. Mm -hmm. The figure you see, sta uh, not standing, sitting, slumped, legs kind of like all over the shop uh, back to the wall and hair not down but actually in a long ponytail is oh. Liang Shen 
and Horror of Horrors. He's wearing sweatpants. Oh my god. It's real. Sweatpants shit is real. Oh my god. Um, he wears like a a tank top and uh, uh-huh. they're not literally sweatpants because they do, they do not exist in a in a fancy world but these are like he's wearing pants, you know. Yeah, and they're like not the like equivalent. Yeah, they're not like elegant either. These are like comfy. Yeah, very much so. Loungewear. This is not the wear that Liang Shen would let any fucking buddy see, ever. <laughs> this is a fucking gu- guy who has not showered yet. And he stands up. And as he kind of looms, looking at you from across the room, suddenly imposing, even though he is this kind of, like, not... Unpolished state, we'll say. Mm-hmm. He looks at you, Chuji, and he points as Fight me. Uh, w- Fight me. Now? Wait, hold on. I, are you okay? <sighs> That's you, right? <laughs> Shen? If you're going to be a little prick about it, I'm going to throw <laughs> you out. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. They, like, put their hands up and they're like, I. I. Um, I'd love to. I... Wow. What do you mean, wow? I said if you're going to be a sanctimonious little prick about it, I'm going to have Sway eat you. That's new. He didn't say that before. That's new. (laughs) Holy shit, man. Wow. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, sure. Let's fight. Um... Do you need help picking up? Sorry? He raises an eyebrow. Like, Chuji's, like, appearing, like, behind him at, like, the mess that this room is. This is one night's mess, I would say. I know, that's why it's so, like, shocking, almost. He rolls his eyes and says, Is it unbelievable that I would let loose once in a while? Isn't this the kind of thing you want me to do, Chuji? I mean, no, yeah, like, that's totally healthy and great. That you are letting loose. Good, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, I, it's just... I didn't expect this out of you. Not in, like, a bad way. Like, I mean, I, I, you look great. I mean, you look different. Different how? He, like, puts his hands on his hips. I've never seen you in regular Different clothes. good or different bad? A, a, neutral? He seems a way to try to answer in full <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad. It's still you. And you're good. He doesn't say anything. He takes a moment. Then he breezes past that and he says, Yesterday, you said something when we were talking. Yeah? You said that if I should think about anything, it's about how I wasn't able to keep my promise. Oh, I... Hey, I was just... Don't be like too beat up. He about walks it, over I... to you as you're trying to make excuses and he puts a hand and he kind of like catches you by the face. Like he's got like one finger on one cheek and the other on the other and he's holding you, stopping you from speaking. Hot. Okay, you have problems. <laughs> um, but he is holding you by the face and he like interrupts you like that and he says, I don't break my promises. Got it. Uh... He lets go of your face and he says, Obviously, Steps of the Sun cannot win. Right. Sorry. However, shut up. (laughs) Don't do that. 
Okay, However, got it. <laughs> he breezes on again. <laughs> uh, and he kind of like, he like, this is the second time you've been able to get a good look at his musculature. Goddamn. Goddamn. Like, carved pearl, you know? Mm hmm. And but. he puts his hands on his hips and says, However, you are the reason we lost. I am? I see that now. What? That your, your team knocked us out. And I wasn't able to recover my confidence for the next round. And that's why we were eliminated. So. <laughs> It is your fault that we were eliminated. I mean, we were gonna win anyways. But I mean, hey, if I can trip you up that much, and they like they like put their hands on Shut the hips. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. That makes it worse. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm fine. Stop it. He like puts his hands <laughs> on his face, and he pulls them down, and he. <clears throat> the only thing to do about this situation is to make sure that our place is not one of that went in vain. For you to lose now would be the ultimate humiliation. That would be pretty humiliating, huh? Thank you, Chuji, for Wait, agreeing. Wait, I didn't, I mean, I'm just, I agree, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, fuck. Wait, hold on. Every, every time you open your mouth, you take one step closer towards being bone meal for Sway's food. <laughs> like, damn it, before he was just talking about feeding you to Sway, now you're just bone meal? Why am I losing rank in food? <laughs> Do you want to be a higher rank in food? No, I don't want to be food at all. Then do as you're told. Yes. What? Yes. Huh? What? What? Anyway. <laughs> he takes a moment to catch his breath and he says, I can't have you lose. I can't lose either. So then you won't. And I'm going to fight you. Okay. Uh, here? I'm going, I'm going to train you. These last few days, we're going to spar. We're going to keep you in check. Cool. Uh, I like that. Cool. Cool. Outside, Halston and Junxiu are like... Leaning close to the walls and listening. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Shen kind of drops into a martial stance. In and, the room? Uh, yeah, in the room. In oh the middle God. of the room. Okay. And he says, Are you ready? Uh, oh my God, you mean here. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the Chuji gets into strip flame stance. He pauses and says, No, you're right. No, this is a bad idea. Outside. Okay, yeah, Which, I thought so. Is... I don't. <laughs> I don't want to catch your place on fire, man. I forgot that you could do that. I totally can. Why do you have bags of gunpowder in martial arts? That can't be allowed. It is. It's actually very much allowed, and I can do whatever I want. That can't be a real martial arts thing. It is. You made that up. No, I didn't. No, I f what? No. You made it up. That's not real. Okay. Outside. Okay, whatever. Shudy <laughs> walks outside. Um. Their fists are embering. Now, what I want you to do is uh, we're going to enter a, a micro duel. Okay. And it's going to be a first one to get hit type situation. Okay. So this is, do you remember that duel we did uh, a while ago with just Masami? Yeah. We're going to do a micro version of that. Like a very, very small one. Even minier. Uh, we're literally first hit, that's the winner. Okay. So roll me, uh, roll me initiative. All right. 
32. Okay. He's gonna get, uh, he's gonna strike at you with a war fan. And that is gonna be a 42 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Shen rushes you, Chuji, and he fights with a lot of pent up feelings. <laughs> uh-huh. And the fight is fast, it's furious. We have a house been like uh, calling out attacks and like commentating, uh, much to Shen's chagrin. Mm-hmm. But he sweeps you off his feet and he uh, points his sword at your throat and says, I won. Wow, I won. You sure fucking did, holy shit. You can point that away now. Get up. He's, okay. He takes his foot off your chest and takes a step back. We're going again. <laughs> okay. Roll initiative again, my friend. Oh my god. 34. Okay, Juji, you go first. Juji rushes towards Shen uh, with a flurry of blows. Okay. 48 in a nat one. Well, the 48 is going to hit and it's going to take him out. But I think the nat one also makes you beef on the floor next to him. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot much, it's a lot sloppier of a fight. Shen blocks a lot of attacks. You throw a lot of attacks. And I think the end, you literally throw yourself at him and knock him to the floor. And you land in that one anime pose of you on top of him. And he's <laughs> looking at your face. And there's like a moment before you guys say anything. And then like, she still <laughs> clears her throat. And Shen like throws you off and says, you won that time. Sorry. I, sorry, fuck, sorry, sorry, fuck, sorry. You need to win every time. Got it. One time isn't enough. It only takes one time to lose. And if you are going to be champions of the Ruby Phoenix tournament in our honor, and that's why I'm helping you, then you're going to keep fighting. And you're going to win every time. <sighs> okay. Let's go again. And so guys keep brawling it out for a while and I think for the most part you do pretty well Chuji. Mm-hmm. There are times where Shen will get the drop on you and like win a fight but like I think you maybe spend an hour doing these like quick tussles with each other and by the end of it you are invigorated you are pumped how does Chuji feel about all of these encounters? Complicated uh, for sure. There's a lot of um feeling that they have about it all um but this specific interaction i think it's really special to them it's really important i think they're gonna have a really hard time expressing how thankful they are for shen doing this that just how like useful this is let's say um they they've been training usually by themselves sometimes with other people but like having a sparring partner that is on the same level as them is exciting. Shen excites them. Oh, oh, do they now? Yeah, shut up. Oh, oh, you do know they what now. I mean? Yeah, I, I get it. Crystal clear, my friend. Jesus I, uh, 100% understand. Get it together. Shall we call that scene there? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so later in the day, not. Before the uh, bef- a little bit before the match itself starts, Senku, Masami, and Chuji, the three of you are like walking through the streets of Goka, getting ready. Someone comes up to you all in uh, in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Babayon, father of the prince. 
and uh, he smiles a little apologetically and like and he almost like half bows for a moment before catching himself and like straightening up and he says um sorry um I know you have your match but Sanku would we be able to talk to you briefly uh-huh. It, it's nothing bad. We just want to quickly talk to you before your match today. Okay. Master Takahara and Master Shi, I hope this is all right by you. Uh, only if it's all right with Senku. Yeah, it's fine. I'll be back, okay? Okay. We'll see you at the arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you all split your ways? Yeah. 2G and Masami go get ice cream or something. <laughs> <laughs> Senku... You head with uh, Babayon back to the hotel that uh, Balam Village is staying at. Eventually, you are brought into a room. Kneeling there is Bula. Hi, Mom. Uh, Kin Hassan is there, and uh, Kin Hassan kind of like runs up to you and hugs you, Senku. And <laughs> Senku. She's like, Senku picks her up and he's like, Hi! She's like, hi, Sanku, you did so good yesterday. You fished like crazy. It was the best fishing I'd ever seen. <laughs> I wanted you to think I was cool. You gotta teach me how to fish, okay? Okay. All I my will. friends at school are gonna think it's really cool. Oh, oh my gosh. You're, oh, God. Oh, you can't get older. Why not? You're supposed to be a baby forever, my baby sister. I'm kidding. I wanna grow up. I wanna be an adult. I wanna be an adult like you. One day. Bula smiles a little bit. Kinasan, would you go play with uh, your aunts and uncles outside? And she says, okay. And she she dashes off. Um, Senku smells fondly, like watching her leave. Um, and then he turns back to his mom and he's like, hi. Hi, Senku. Um, <laughs> and she looks to Babayan. Babayon just nods and kind of like gesture like go go on and uh, Lolo kind of slitters out and sits and waits he looks suspicious he looks cranky <coughs> and Will says Sanku I'm sorry hmm? for for everything I'm sorry that I yelled and I'm sorry that I said I would take you out of the tournament, but more than that, I'm sorry for how I made you feel. That that I was using you. I, I didn't realize that was how I was making you feel. And it was never, never my intention to make you feel that way. I know. I, I wanted you to be special and the best, but Somewhere along the line, I forgot to treat you like my boy. And for that, I... I truly am sorry. And I want you to know that... Anything I can do... I just... I was so worried that I'd, I'd lost you. That I'd... By being... Greedy and by... Only thinking of... Myself that I would have driven you away. And that made me realize that I don't, I don't care what kind of son I have. I don't care how often they win or lose. I just want you to be a part of my life. And I am happy to do whatever it takes to do that. 
He sort of, I think he sort of sits with her. He's like, I, I know you didn't mean to. I, I never thought that you were doing anything because you meant to push me or anything. But I just felt like I had to make you like I had to make you proud by doing more and more and if I didn't do enough then it I wasn't enough I don't want you to think that thank you I, I can't believe I ever made you feel that way I just <laughs> you've always been enough that's why I fought the way I did to make you see how special I thought you were. And I... <laughs> and I think Babylon speaks of this. We. We made you feel that way. It wasn't just your mother. The whole village put a lot of pressure on you, and... Son, I am so sorry for that. I think both of them kind of bow, genuinely apologetically. You don't need to be so formal. I think they both almost look embarrassed as they get up then. <laughs> You're my pants. I just wanted to make you happy. I just forgot that I needed to take care of myself to do that. And I just kept going. I'm sorry for not telling you about my arm. I think Bowden bowed her heads a little bit. And Bula says, Thank you, could you... Could you tell us what happened? Um... Yeah. And do you tell them? Yeah. So we're going to do a flashback. Radiant Winds. It is a little over a year ago now. And you are traveling. It's another grand adventure doing some sort of quest in who knows where. I think right now you're in Zahoi, which is a nation ruled by dragons. Um... It was Sanku's insistence that you travel through here, and certainly you found all sorts of uh, cool uh, jobs to be done, you know. Um, and the current job you're doing is a bit of cartography. Uh, which I think, uh, Masami, was maybe your suggestion? Does that sound fair? Yes, it was. They <laughs> love this shit. There was like a job to, to map out a long cursed area um you know because people no one has mapped out this area properly and no one can easily enter because there are some dangerous creatures that live around here of course they're chump change compared to you guys you know um right now you are traveling through uh some ruins you know uh the sky above is gray and it's drizzling a little bit and the three of you are stumbling through wet hills along a path, going from place to place. You know, 
and uh, there's a cave up ahead, and uh, goodness knows what's inside. Uh, how are you guys all doing? Super excited, and a minor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Masami has, like, the, the work-in-progress map in their hands, like, mm-hmm. buzzing, because this is something they really like doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you saw this job posting, you're like, fuck yes, I am so excited for that. Yeah. Uh, 2G is bored, they want to get to the action. <laughs> we can be walking around like this forever. You gotta learn to be patient. You gotta learn to have some fun, mister. Hey, I know how to have plenty of fun. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like? Lolo, how are you doing? <laughs> 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 Lolo, I think, is actually sitting on Masami's head right now. Um, he's looking very intently at the map and says, Masami, you missed one of the trees. <laughs> this isn't... So- <laughs> what, do you want me to make, like, an entire, like, 3D model of what the map is supposed to look like? That'd no, but it was sick. it was a very interesting tree. How, I'm just saying. How much more interesting was it than the last few trees you wanted me to draw? <laughs> this one was clearly struck by lightning. Perhaps it was a sign that a, a mighty a wind dragon had come through the area, blasting bolts of thunder through the air. So was the one just west of here. <laughs> really? What? No, that can't be right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> maybe, may, maybe it storms a lot. Hmm. Well, I just want you all to know that dragons, the, the Imperials who rule Zahoy, they are very high standards, and if this is an official job, well, then you want to do it well. Oh, I'm gonna put you off of my head, old man. I don't think they're gonna care if you don't draw tree number 72. They will, definitely. Regardless, wherefore shall we go? And uh, up ahead, like I said, there's the path. It does go through the hill some more, but it also dips into a cool uh, cave ruin up ahead, too. Oh, yeah, Chuji points towards that direction, and they're like, I think we should go over there. Uh, well, I mean, I haven't gotten that far in the map just yet, so I guess. So let's get closer so you can draw better, yeah? Okay, but let's at least be a little bit careful. We don't know what's going to pop out of that cave. Ah, uh, nothing. Maybe something. I don't know, let's Maybe find out. Maybe something cool. Chuji and Senku arms interlock <laughs> yeah they like forward. skip down <laughs> <laughs> yeah Masami's lagging behind rolling their eyes as they draw uh, you guys enter and um, I think Masami this place piques your attention pretty quickly mm-hmm. it is a very cool little place there's a lot of carvings on the walls uh, and I think you're like looking around and deciphering them as the others are like, dude, I found a gold ring. Fuck yeah, we can sell that. Let's go. Or like Chuji kicking over like a fucking uh, hermit crab that's like the size of a cat and being like, monster parts, you know. <laughs> Masami, I want you to make me a society check. Okay. Um... Or maybe like an arcana. I'll allow you to do arcana. Up to you. Arcana's better. Mm, okay. You're starting to wonder if the markings on the walls aren't, like, warnings for, like, curses and stuff. Like, this is obviously a a bad place, you know? Like, mm. a dangerous bad place. Okay. 
And I think your warning senses go full alert when you enter into a big cavern. And in the middle of this big cavern is a big, big uh, altar. And on the top of this big, big altar, there's a statue, a little statuette. And it is in the shape of a strange two-headed dragon with all of its eyes filled with uh, encrusted jewels. Um, and it is made of obsidian with, like, snarling teeth. You know? Yeah, Masami's looking at all the signs and all of the red flags, and they say, Okay, I think I've had enough of drawing the area. We probably should go. But we've barely explored. This place doesn't... Yeah. This place does not scream explorable. Come on. There was graffiti of warnings and curses, and then and now there's an altar with a giant obsidian statue on it. I think I can put the pieces together. Okay, fair. I think you're getting cold feet. When it comes to curses and things that are probably above our pay grade, we are here to we are here to make a map, Chuji. That's fair. We can be here for more than that. We can be here to have fun. Did you map uh, this cave and stuff at least? I mapped out as much. I mapped out as much as we were exploring. I'm not sure if this is a good place to be mapping right now. Lolo nods. Says, "Well, I'm just saying that we can now sell this map to would-be adventurers who who could uh, go figure out this place on their own." Sammy's right, though. I feel perhaps we should leave. If you're sure. Do a cursory look around and make sure there's no treasure lying on the floor, but. Let's get out of here, shall we? <sighs> and no one touched the big statue on the altar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys do a quick sweep. There's like there's a few gold coins. Chuji, you find a cool crystal. It's not a magic crystal. It's a cool crystal. Well, I take it. Yeah, you take it. It's fine. I mean, it's it's nothing. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> you take. Actually, once you look at it, it's like actually it's made of salt. So like, fuck. Oh, damn it, fuck. Yeah, but whatever. Um. Sanku, you find uh, some pretty old coins uh, that you just pocket, and Sam, you're not taking any of that shit. And you go to leave. As you retrace your steps and make your way out, just as you're, like, past the boundary out of this cave, you hear a noise. Turning to look over your shoulder comes a giant shape. It looks like a huge snake with long arms with f like sharp claws. And its neck splits into two heads. And these heads are vicious, snarling dragon ones. It is completely blue, but its eyes sparkle like giant gemstones. And each of you immediately recognizes that this is an Oroshi. And it looks exactly like the Oroshi from the statue. Um, and it fucking roars at you all. What do you guys do? Uh, Mas panic? <laughs> Masami is looking for the exit strategy. Senku's <laughs> <laughs> got his staff in his hands. <laughs> Chuji gets into a fighting stance. I really don't know about that, you guys. Masami, we could beat it. I think as you're saying this, it's upon you. 
Um, and it swings a claw down at you, Chuji, and you just by the hair of your chin pull out away. Masami, you tried to pull the other two back out of here, but Sanku and Chuji seem to believe they can do this, which makes it all the more horrifying when you can't. It becomes extremely apparent that this thing is much too strong for you all. It bats Chuji against a wall, and there's like a loud crack as Chuji goes down in a pile. Sam, you teleport in and out of the way and try to land a few blows, but you can't even land one. It just moves too fast. Sanku, your spells completely and utterly do not hit it. Even the ones that, like, you are sure should work just explode harmlessly around this stud-eyed Oroshi as it shrieks forward and clamps down around your arm. A claw presses down to your chest and pins you to the floor as he pushes you down and head pulls back. There's a sickening snap and you lose your arm. You scream in agony and for a moment it looks like it's coming down for more but Lolo flies out of the way and bites onto the Oroshi's head. The Hiroshi roars and starts going after Lolo, giving Masami and Shuji enough time to run up to you. The last thing you see is Lolo flying away from the Hiroshi, and everything goes dark. You later found out that Lolo led the Hiroshi about a mile away from you all, taunting it and keeping it running before eventually he was popped by the dragon. We cut to maybe 20 minutes later. Sanku lies in bed, having just had the first treatments done on him by uh, the local cleric, a priestess of Sukiyo, who was thankfully able to patch up the first of the wounds. But there must have been something in that dragon's bite, because no matter how many times she tries to cast regeneration, Sanku's arm isn't coming back. Shuji and Masami, the cleric debriefs you before leaving you to uh, go into Sanku's room, where he lies on a little bed on the floor. Sanku's eyes flicker open, and Masami and Shuji, he turns and looks at you all. Oh, fuck. Buddy. Where are we? We... we're in a nearby village. Um, shit. Did you beat him? Uh, they, they look back at Masami, and they look... They're like grimacing. <laughs> we all took some really, really bad hits there, but we had to rush to a cleric. We had no choice. We had. We, ha we, ha we, ha we have to go back. We. I can. I can. I can beat him this time. Take me back, please. And he's like clutching. Uh, he's like clutching uh, his lack of arm that he's like clutching where the arm used to be please take me back please hey hey thank you i can do it this time i won't mess up it's not a fact of you messing up we had there was no choice yes it is i wasn't good enough i have to be good enough thank you look that was it wasn't you <laughs> yes it was 
I was supposed to be the best at magic, and I'm supposed to- I wasn't supposed to- <laughs> And I don't think, despite how hard you try, any of you are able to console Sanku. Lolo was popped during the fight, so he wasn't able to come down and help. And even when he comes back, Sanku won't stop asking for you all to go back and fight this thing one more time. Even though <laughs> this time you wouldn't do any better, you would do worse. You wouldn't come out of it. Sanku spent days, weeks, months like that. And then one day he was just better. At the very least, that's how he portrayed it. Masami Chuji, you both know that that's not the case. And every single time Sanku doesn't do as well as he thinks he can, both of you just see that boy in the bed screaming to be thrown back into the dragon's maw. How did the two of them deal with this? Not great. Not very good at all for Chuji. I think it's obvious by now, but they're not much of a feelings person. <laughs> they're not really good at comforting people at all. I, ju- I think they tried their best, but their best isn't fantastic. Masami has always at least prided themselves in making the best calls and trying to salvage the best situation out of anything. That hit them really hard to the point that they would try to circumvent any situation like that from happening ever again. Oh my god. They would pick they would pick the easier missions for the first few weeks. Maybe the first few months. They would go for anything that would make sure that both Chuji and Senku wouldn't have to go through something like that again. Oh my god. That's why they were so hesitant to tell them about their problems. That's why they didn't say anything because if they got in over their heads and died, it would be on them. They didn't want to say anything because there wouldn't be a next time with the Oni's mask. They would just kill you. You wouldn't have an escape route. This was probably the single most important moment in the history of the Radiant Winds, the day that Sanku lost his arm. It's a moment that hasn't really been talked about between them. There's still a lot left unsaid. Sanku, you kind of like finish telling this story. And Bula and Babayon both kneel in front of you, their eyes wide as they hear this. I think Bula very gently leans forward and she brings a hand to your face and says, Oh, my, my Sanku. I'm so sorry. I didn't... I didn't want you to think that I wasn't good enough. Baba Yon comes over and I think he sits beside you, Sanku, and he hugs you and he says, Sanku, <laughs> we never wanted that for you. We were proud of you, but just because we were proud doesn't mean you had to always be the best. People make mistakes sometimes. People don't succeed at everything they try. It wasn't right to make you feel like that's what was expected of you. I thought 
because I was chosen, that that meant that if I messed up, that there was like a mistake or something. I thought, I thought that if I wasn't good enough, that, that if I wasn't strong enough to beat everything, that, that you wouldn't, that you wouldn't be proud of me, or that you'd make me stop, or something, I don't know. I'm sorry. I think Bula pulls you into a hug and she cradles you, petting your hair. She says, you only ever needed to be our son, Sanku. I'm sorry. And I think another voice joins us, and it's Lolo, and he says, Sanku. You didn't do anything. No, that's not right. It would be foolish to ignore the person who brought this oven you in the first place. When I put out my scale to seek an apprentice, someone I could train, I never saw any of what was coming. I'd never expected to do more than teach you how to fight around the beaches of your village. But I got greedy. I thought I could show you how to do more. And I did that before you were ready for it. You're still just a boy when it all went down and... In a way, all of this is my fault. So I am generally very sorry for pushing that expectation on you. And Bula nods. All of us are. And if you don't want to talk to us after all of this, I understand completely. No. Her eyes light up a little bit like she's relieved that you said that. I don't want to stop having my family. I don't want that. I just didn't want you to think I wasn't good enough, and I didn't want you to think... I didn't want you to know that I made mistakes. I don't want you to go away. He's, like, holding his, uh, his metal arm to his chest. I don't want to stop talking to you or anything. I just left because I wanted to be cool. I thought I was old enough. Bula, Babayon, and Lolo all looked at each other. It was because of them that you were allowed to leave. If they had stopped and remembered that you were a child, maybe things would have been different. I'm not mad that I did leave, though. Chiji and Musami are my best friends. And... I'm glad I have them too, though. So even if I maybe shouldn't have left so early, I'm not mad about it. I think Babayon smiles as... Sanku, did I ever tell you of how I met your mother? Yes. Well, I'll tell you again anyway. Oh. I'm not from the same village as you and the rest of you. I came in on a boat from another island, and I wasn't from a community of undines. As far as I knew, I was the only one of my kind. 
So when I sailed over and I found a new world, I thought I could impress them, and I went out adventuring as well. And I heard that someone was being attacked by some kind of fearsome sea monster. And so I went out in my boat with my spear, and I went to rescue her. In the end, it was your mother who rescued me. And Bula kind of like rolls her eyes and says, Some sea monster. It was a giant crab. <laughs> but Babayon turns and says, Now, for a long time, I regretted not winning. And I regretted making those mistakes that I did. But I don't know if things would have been the same if I'd won. I would have let the glory get to my head. I wouldn't have had a pretty young lady bandaging my wounds. He Ew. A smile and she... You're, you're gross. <laughs> she rolls her eyes again. But he turns back to you and says, Mistakes are part of what makes us who we are. I'd only wish you'd told us sooner. But in its own way, Maybe we wouldn't have reacted as well as we could have. Maybe it's only right that you told us now this way. And Bula kind of nods and says, We can't change how things unfolded. But we can change how things go going forward. What, what can we do to make this, she kind of gestures to herself, you, Babayon, Lolo, to make this better for you, Senku. I just want you to be there for me. When I... I don't want you to get mad at my friends because... I go down in a fight once. It happens when you adventure. And I'm not scared of that anymore. And I don't want you to... I don't want you to... <laughs> I don't want to get taken out of a tournament because it looks scary for a second. I just want you to be there. You don't need to follow me everywhere, don't worry. Bula looks away almost ashamed. Babion nods and says, We'll give you the space to make your own decision, Sanku. We won't baby over you, right, Bula? Bula nods and says, Yes, we won't. And Balayon puts a hand on your shoulder and says, But we also won't leave you on your own. Mm -hmm. For all else, you are our son. And that's what matters, right? Mm -hmm. Bula takes her hand Sanku and says, Sanku, I love you. I love you and too. I could not be prouder to have a son like you taking care of us. And let us take care of you as well, okay? Did you like that I made the arm look like fish scales? Babayon nods and says, Did you make it yourself? Uh, no, I can't. I'm not. You good. should make I, it yourself. I... What? Wouldn't it be... This is a lovely arm, of course, but you should have one that you crafted yourself. Put your own work into. And was like, Yes, that does sound like a good idea. And then she stops and says, In, in time, though. When Sanku chooses to. I still don't like thinking about it that much. I 
I, I've told somebody else for the first time, um, the other day, because she, uh, it's, um, the girl from, um, Winter's Roar, who also the, didn't have the arm. Was it the, no, wait, was it the, the witch, the, the ice one, with the magic, long hair, blonde, half-elf? No, 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 the, the orc lady? The one with one oh, arm? Yes. With the energy? Oh. And Babayon Cal laughs and says, <laughs> I bet she made her own arm. <laughs> yeah, well, she made hers. She makes hers out of energy. That sounds pretty interesting, doesn't it? Lolo, can you teach Sanku? And Sanku, Lolo's like, hmm. I probably could, Sanku. Oh my goodness. One day your arm will need replacing, but not now. Mm-hmm. I think Lolo kind of like pushes it pushes his head next to him and says Can you forgive the mistakes of a doddering old man, Sanku? I promise to teach you well and keep you safe. I forgive you. Bula. I love you. <laughs> he no- he nuzzles closer and like Bula puts a hand on your shoulder and says You don't need to forgive us, but We'll earn. We'll work to earn it back. Okay. Mhm. I love you too. I love you too, Sanku. We both do. Babylon gives you a hug, kind of pulling all four of you into a big group hug. Lolo sitting on your head, so it's really mostly all three of you. Mhm. And Boo says, "Now, how about we treat you to lunch?" Before the tournament, we've got, uh, we made sure to ask the village people to make a really good fish dish. The things they sell here in Goka, they're fine and all, but really, don't you find that they're too salty? They use so much salt in their food here. I like the salt and stuff, but... It's preservative, that's why, Sanku. It's it's to keep the fish fresh because they catch them in bulk. There's nothing like a fish caught this very day. Don't you agree? I can... I mean, I can agree with that. <laughs> Babylon's like, how about we get you some of those fresh fish from the village? Well, from the village's efforts. And then you're going to see me win the semifinals. Mm, I have no doubt. And uh, Bula claps her hands together and says, yes, what was it? Biting roses? Mm, they didn't seem that impressive in the other matches. You, you've got this <laughs> under control. <laughs> They're my friends. They are talented fighters. <laughs> I was very impressed by uh, the the ghost grasshopper, was it? I think it's Grandfather Mantis. A gra- she looks at Lolo. Yes, like that. Another one? Can she transform as well? Can she? Lolo shakes his head at you and says, No, her grandfather is more of the spectral kind than the mighty patron kind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now... Let's go have some of that fish. I'm famished. You ate an hour ago. I'm famished, I said. So, Sanku, do you make your way out with your family and put the past behind you and look to the future? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So, a few hours pass, and... We see you, Sanku, rushing into the stadium. A little bit late because uh, you can already hear Tagada Emmy's voice booming from the outside as you scamper up to your seats to meet with the others. He's running with a piece of toast. It's actually a fish. <laughs> He's running with a piece of sashimi in his mouth. <laughs> Misami and Chuji, the two of you sit in your seats and Sanku arrives midway through Tagada Emmy's speech. Mm. Um, Sorry, it took a little bit. I, I think Masami gives Sanku a once over and quirks their eyebrow and goes, Are you okay? Mm hmm. I'll talk to you about it later instead of right before the tournament. But I'm, I'm, I'm okay right now. And Lolo okay. on your shoulder says, He's going to show everyone that he's the greatest witch that's ever lived. That's true, I will. We're going to kick ass today, okay? Mm hmm. And indeed, heralding in the ass kickery, Tagada Emmy spins through the sky on the Nimbus. And she says, And for our first match of the day, we will have the radiant winds, those invincible champions of all that is good and righteous, versus the mysterious biting roses hailing from across the waves in a land of mysticism and the occult. Who will come in to be our first finalists? Who will come in to be the ones who almost made it? Only time can tell. So everyone, hold on. The fight is about to start. And you're like, shit, okay, thank you really arrived just in time. Do you guys want to scramble downstairs? Yeah. Get into your suits and get fighting? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You guys, you fucking dash down. Uh, you maybe like skid down a rail or something, you know. Masami, um, you do cool, cool parkour flip. Um, you all eventually are standing in the center of the arena. And standing across from you are another team of three. Yalika Mulandez, Artus Rodrivan, and Lantondo. Uh, Yalika kind of uh, bows a little bit and she says, Hi everyone, 
It's... I genuinely did not think we would be able to fight each other. When we got uh, knocked into the loser's bracket, I was certain it would be the end, but... I suppose it shows you to have some conviction, right? And as uh, she kind of punches her hand together, and Shuji, you notice Tom on the outside. She learned. Aww. Arthur's, uh kind of like, uh, is pulling through some arrows, and uh, I think he smiles at you, Masami, and says... Certainly, this is going to be probably the most difficult fight we've had yet. But I hope you don't take any offense of it by when we knock you out of the tournament and uh, enter the final ourselves, right? <laughs> and you guys were saying you don't have any confidence. Hmm. And uh, Lantondo spins some cards for you all. And he says, perhaps it would be nice for me to give you all a uh, quick reading. Hmm. And he flips one up. The big sky... Chaotic good card of strength. It represents a momentous change when the people of a nation are freed. Hmm. That sounds to me like the underdogs are going to win. Don't you agree? And he flips that card away. Senku, uh, Senku smiles and he's like, you can try. Uh, Lolo's on your shoulder, Senku, and he kind of nuzzles against you. You can tell he's you're still a little shaken up. And he says, don't worry, Senku. We're going to win. You can show them what you've got, right? After mm-hmm. all, you're the greatest student I've ever had. Aren't I the only student you've ever had? Let's get ready to fight. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, and to gather Emmy, uh, kind of floats into the air and says, All right, everyone. Now's the moment you've been waiting for. Three, two, one. Ready? Fight! The fight begins. And as the fight starts, uh, Lantondo flourishes cards, Arctus points his bow and arrow, and Yarika gets into a stance, and from behind her comes the ghostly shape of a man with the arms and head of a mantis. And everyone, I want you all to roll initiative. Roll initiative. 35. 40. Okay, so top of the order is going to be Lantondo. And uh, Lantondo is going to uh, jump back a few feet. He's going to run back 25 feet away from you all. Uh, And as he does, he is spinning out some more cards. And uh, he throws a card down on the floor, and that card uh, summons up a strange creature. Uh, Jumping out of the card comes a cricket. Uh, Wearing a a white suit and a top hat, he kind of flicks some, uh, uh, some, like, party tricks between his hands and feet, and then he starts flashing these weird colors. And everyone... You are all going to need to um, make me a will save against a scintillating pattern as the uh, cricket that you see before you starts to kind of flash in weird and strange colors. Okay. 44. Fuck. With resolve. Okay. Uh-oh, Chuji. <laughs> uh, it is just a failure. I got a nat one. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, man. 25. A 25 would be a crit fail. But Sanku, uh, because this is an incapacitation effect and you're higher level than Nontondo is, uh, you are actually going to have a uh, just a regular failure against it. Okay? Because this is a very powerful spell. Um, which is to say, on a failure, uh, Sanku, you are going to be confused for one round. Chuji, uh, you are also confused for one round. Uh, and Masami, you are completely unaffected. Uh, this weird cricket uh, that emerges from the Harrow card flashes colors at you all, and you stumble back before, you know, forcing your eyes open, and you're like, huh, what? 
and you look over your shoulders, and Chuji and Sanku are just like, their eyes are dazzled colors. Um, it's really, you can tell that they're really <laughs> taken out of it. And from your guys' perspective, everything looks like it's from a children's book illustration. Um, oh the my. cricket vanishes, and uh, Lantondo bows and says, There we go. A first chapter for you all. Uh, the crowd cheers, and Masami, it is your turn. Shit, what do you do? A seventh level distracting shatter against the Biting Roses. Cool, go for it. Masami, you make a few uh, quick hand signs, and weird noises start floating around uh, all of their heads. And uh, Yarika, Yarika kind of clutches her ears and makes a face. And above you, Tagata Emi says, Keep an eye out, everyone! That's Masami's signature distracting chatter. Will they be able to stop the spellcasters of the Biting Roses? Um, the answer is Artus gets a success. Um, Yarika gets a nat 20. Oh my god. And Lantondo gets a success as well. But this is a very powerful spell, right? So this is still going to fuck them up even on a success. Uh, right? yes. So they... The duration... They still get affected, but the duration is around. So they're going to be screwed up on their next, uh, on their next turn. Which sucks, because these guys are very magic-heavy. Yep. Um, you see, uh, Yarika cut your hands as... Nice try. Come on. Let's see you try some, something a little harder, shall we? And, Masami, is that you two? Was it one action left? Uh, yes, they have an action left, and I need to see something. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> they're gonna go into Arcane Cascade. Mm hmm. So, oh, they are going God. to deal. Uh, first of all, they're going to deal mental damage. Um, with every other hit. And Arcane Shroud, they go invisible. Yeah, okay, Masami. Uh, you wink as this illusory Arcane Shroud appears above you. And then you just slip out of sight. You are gone. And uh, the others kind of look around a little confused uh, before Yarika cracks his mouth and says, huh, they followed my advice. And that is going to be your turn, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, Artus points his longbow, and he is going to shoot at you, Chuji. Okay? Okay. Pew! Uh, that is going to be a... Uh, yep, that is a hit indeed. 44 to hit. Uh, that is going to do 3d8 plus 10 piercing damage. Uh, 23 damage total. Okay. Uh, and he uh, flicks out another arrow, and he's going to try shoot you again. And uh, this time, that is a 28 to hit. Yeah. Now, that would have been a crit fail if you weren't flat-footed from that confusion effect. Yeah, damn. Uh, Artis grins as, hmm, let's try that again. And then Chuchi, even in your confused state where everything's a fairy tale, you hear a... Like, well, <laughs> huh? that's the sound of an arrow oh. coming back for you. Oh. Veering miss. The arrow turns in the air, stops... And shoots back at you. So he uses his reaction to re-roll that attack. Magic is fake that, and unfair. That's a 36 to hit. 36 to hit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that hits. Just your AC because Just you're flat-footed. It flat shoots you in the back. And Chuji, that is going to be another 26 damage. That flies into your back. And together, Emmy says, A miss turned into a hit by Artus Rogervan. Is there nothing that the Biting Roses can't do? And uh, Artis salutes and then dashes off the other direction. He's better from a range. Right, Shichuji, you are confused. 
So um, I'm going to ask you what you're going to do, and then I'm going to make you roll a d1, 2, 3, 4. Uh, d4. Uh, well, Chuji is first going to get into Blazing Streak stance. They're not Blazing Streak, <laughs> Stoked Flame stance. Okay, so you drop down, light on your feet, ready to rumble. Uh, and who are you going for? They're good friend, they're best friend, Yarika. You're going to dash for Yarika? Of course I'm going to dash for Yarika. That's what you tank. Roll me a d4. Okay. <laughs> so Chuji, in your mind, as you start dashing, this whole arena suddenly looks like an illustration. And you see strange characters from Harrow cards, which I don't even know are very common here in Tiansha. So you don't know who is that weird crocodile-headed man. Who fuck? is that lady with three heads? You don't know. But there, that must be Yarika. And you dash, you dash, you dash. And you're running for... Yarika! Yes! <laughs> you actually rolled what you needed to. <laughs> Randomly attack Yarika. So go for it. Make an attack roll. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Chuji's going to uh, 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 two action one inch punch. Uh, does 46 hit? Not only does a 46 hit, that is a crit. Woo! Chuji, you dash up to Yarika and you deck her hard. Damn it! And you almost get 69 fuck. damage. I'm I sorry, it's boss. only 68. 68 damage that you deck into Yarika, and she is shoot shot flying by this and set on fire. Um, but as she is shot, Chuji, something mm-hmm. dashes forward and attacks you. Oh. Shooting Attack out of the storybook, cutting through the illusion and releasing you from your confusion as your turn ends, comes Grandfather Mantis, who lets out a... And he slashes at you with a reaction to use his Mantis Ambush. He strides and strikes in one go as a reaction, and that is going to be a 39 to hit, Chuji. Bitch. Does that hit? Uh, yeah, even out of my confusion at 38, um, it hits. Okay, well that is going to be 29 slashing damage as he cuts into you with his long, sharp, ghostly mantis claws. Granter, as you kind of, like, are shocked back into existence, you kind of, like, look around and there's this ghostly mantis standing in a martial arts stance, claws at the ready, and it kind of just, like, rolls its head at you with those beady eyes. It is going to fucking get you. Uh, okay. And, uh, Chuji, that is your turn, right? That is, that is their turn. Uh, Yarika, from where she is, she kind of inhales and exhales and says, All right, Grandfather Mantis, get down! And Grandfather Mantis squats and then jumps for you. And that is going to be another strike against you, Chuji. Okay. Uh, and that is going to be a turny tree. Suck my dick. Suck my penis. Suck That's my a miss. Balls. Okay. Grandfather Mantis is then going to swing with a second attack to get you. And that one is going to be a 31 to hit. Another miss. Ooh, a miss. Even though you're, uh, this ghostly mantis is extremely fast, Chuji, you are just that much faster. Together, yeah. Emmy says... In the, the mouth of the beast, beast. she, she Chuji is, is fighting, fighting off Grandfather Mantis. Mantis. Boats, Boats are, are true speed demons. demons. Who's going to win the race? Yarika, then, is going to actually dash back up to you, Chuji. Okay. And as she's going, she's going to kick you. Oh. And that's a 43 to hit. Okay, that hits. She kicks you in the chest, Chuji, for a total of 16 damage. And it hurt, actually. That actually hurt you. That hurt. And Yarika, still uh, slightly on fire, kind of grins and says, Maybe all that training you did with me, Chuji, is going to be to your downfall. <laughs> You're going to be your credit, huh? Sanku, it is your turn. Yarika takes one fire damage. 
as you stand, the world around you warps a little bit. Uh, you can see that you're in the arena, but everyone's face is shrouded and changed into other pictures. Like, you see... You, t you don't know who it is next to you, but they look like a fire elemental, and they're holding hands with a water elemental, and they've got a baby in their arm. You're like, huh? And <laughs> they're like, everyone looks like these weird Harrow characters, you know, um, thanks to your confusion. So if you are going to attack someone, uh, you're going to have to roll a d4 to see who it actually is you attack. So you have three actions. What do you do? I don't attack anybody. Okay. Instead of attacking, I think I'm going to cast dragon form. Okay. On yourself? No. Fuck. On Lola. Thank you. Okay. Uh, thank you. You snake your hand up to your shoulder, and there's a crow? That's not Lolo. Whatever. You're, it probably is Lolo. Uh, you throw Lolo down, and he kind of lands on the floor, and uh, what do you do? He he holds his staff out in front of him, pointing it towards Lolo, and I think I think when you cast Dragon Form, it's sort of like to bring a special interest into it you know during the last uh like the last fight in um the story mode of splatoon 3 Ooh. i think that's what it looks yeah, like. like image of marine life surge through the air and warp into lolo and then bam suddenly a mighty unicorn oh that can't be right <laughs> senku um, looks disappointed because he has no idea that he's actually looking at a dragon um, but he's like i guess you can go fight artists uh, and Lolo roars out, and he's completely fine, by the way. He wasn't a, he wasn't like in the uh, he wasn't cast with uh, the cricket, you know. Um, he roars and says, "I, Lolo Zedagat, will smite you all." Can I use my last action to give him actions? Yes, you can. Um, and then I would like him to go maybe fuck with artists, 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 artists. Okay, go for it. Uh, you point and say, wherever Artis is, go get him! And Lolo agrees. He roars out and snakes through the air towards Artis, uh, getting there easily. And as Artis uh, pulls up a bow, Lolo chomps down. Uh, he's going to need to make me an attack roll. 38. Uh, 38 is going to be a hit. Now, will you please roll me a... Uh, 3d10 plus 6 slashing damage as he brings his claw down on this guy. 26. Okay, 26 damage as Artus is knocked back a little bit by this mighty sea dragon. Uh, the crowd cheers and Sanku, oh, everything's fading away. You're good. You're not confused anymore. Uh, Tagata Emi says, Off to a volatile start as Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea, Chuji, Misami, Yarika, Artus, and uh, Lantondo, and let's not forget uh, Lolo and Grandfather Mantis, all do their best and brightest moves immediately. It's anyone's game! Uh, and Lantondo uh, flicks through some cards and says, Hmm, that's no good. Well, let's see how about this. And uh, he pulls up a card, and it's the dragon. And the dragon forms up from the floor, and it becomes a second Lolo. Lolo looks over and is like, ah! And this second Lolo, who's much more primal and scary, made of strange illustrative magic, surges forward and bites the real Lolo. 
Uh, that's a 27, which is a miss against Lolo, unfortunately. Uh, so it snaps forward, but now there is a second Lolo on the field, which is not great. Masami, it is your turn. What do you do? Okay, uh, they assess the situation, they say, fuck. Um, they're gonna use their entire first action to, uh, get behind, uh, Yarika. Okay. And then they're going to pop out of invisibility with a spell strike. Okay, Yarika is completely caught off guard by this, and you are flanking them. Yep. Oh, that, that that's oh, a 43. No. A 43 is going to be a crit, Masami, because they're flat-footed. That wouldn't be a crit if they weren't flat-footed. Cool. Roll me that damage as you jump out of nowhere and ninja strike into Yarka, and she lets out ah! So the critical damage would be 52. Oh, my God. What is the spell that you're using? Wait, is that not using the spell? That's not using the spell just yet. Oh my god. Uh, so, uh, the, the spell that they're going to be using is, uh, they're probably going to pull out the big stop firsthand, and they're going to do a chain lightning. Oh no. So, first off, the damage to double 79. Uh, Masami, you appear and you knock the fuck out of them. And Yarika is stumbling backwards, barely holding on. She has, like, 5 HP left. <laughs> um, you just... Oh my god. Yarika stumbles and lets out a pain of agony as you literally ninja strike and blast lightning into everyone. So, uh, who are you going to next after Yarika? Who's that chain lightning flying to? Can I, can I do the Lolo 2.0? Yeah, the Shadow Lolo? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-oh, I really hope I... S you didn't fuck over my Shadow Lolo. Uh... A 32? That's a fail. <laughs> so how much damage is that to Shadow Lolo? 79. He has 70 HP max. <laughs> the lightning Shadow, out of Shadow. Almost immediately destroying her. And then Lolo is disintegrated. Well, not our Lolo, but the, <laughs> the imposter. He's turned to ashes, and you hear Lantona's like, my dragon card! <laughs> Masami, turns to, <laughs> Masami turns to him and goes, hey, shadows are my thing. <laughs> Who are you going to next? Because you're only able to hit one of them. Artis or Lantondo? They're um, too far away from each other for the shadow to jump the boat. Yeah, I or think Lantondo because uh, he's all the way down south. Yep, okay. So he has to make that reflex save. Yep. And that is going to be... A 30. Fail. 79 damage Lantondo, who is stumbling back. Not as badly hurt as Yarika, but very fucking close. And is that your turn, Masami? No. <laughs> oh my fucking god. They're using the Chokuto, so they can uh, do an extra move if they want to. Okay. What are you gonna do? Yeah, they're gonna go for a second hit on Yarda again. Okay, go for it. Do your best. 36. Fuck. Roll me that damage. 23. Chuji, you are so 
you were distracting Yarika so much. She wanted <laughs> to prove to you that she had learned a lot from you. She was ready to fight as hard as she could, as bravely as she could, to take you down a peg. And she neglected to look over her shoulder until it was too late. <laughs> you, Yarika is knocked out of Masami's uh, way directly into you, Chuji. Do you do anything as Yarika is thrown your way? Do I get to stand still? I will allow you to stand still. How are you going to stand still, Yarika? <laughs> Can, uh, Yarika's like uh, heading towards Chuji. Mm-hmm. Can I fucking clothesline her? <laughs> Absolutely. Would you like to make, just for the fun of it, would you like to make me an attack roll? Oh, uh, yeah, I would. Oh my god! Tell me I did not just hear the crit sound. I changed Ooh. tabs. Tell me I did not just hear the crit sound. <laughs> it's a 48. Really I think you heard the crit sound, my dude. It may just be a crit sound. Masami lightning bolt blasts uh, Yarika flying through the air. She hits into your ha- uh, outstretched arms, Chuji. Does a quadruple flip in the air and then lies on her face. K.O. Um, so this is something we haven't got to do yet. Uh, but just so you know, roll me that damage, by the way. Just She's already down, but just for the fun. Uh, fuck it. Oh, that's supposed to be a critical, so that's fine. Double 29? Uh, yeah, sure. She takes zero damage because she's unconscious. But that is, <laughs> uh, 58 damage. Damn. Um, we haven't done this yet, by the way. But if you knock out a foe within two rounds, uh, you get a rally point. Nice. But you would have already gotten a rally because you just did that. Like, <laughs> several crits. May or may but, not like, double critted. <laughs> the crowd jumps their feet, cheering as this happens. You hear the them go, Radiant wins! Radiant wins! And Yarika says, Incredible! A team-up attack between Masami and Chuji, knocking Yarika Mulandes out of the fight! Will the Biting Roses be able to cope? And Artis and uh, Lantondo, who are both pretty badly battered, shoot each other a worried look as they continue getting ready to fight on. Um, Masami, is that your turn? That is now their turn. Okay. Artis spins on the spot. He doesn't care about Lolo. Lolo's scary, but right now, you guys are much scarier. So he kind of rolls to the side, pulls that arrow, and he's going to shoot at you, Masami. Um, All right. Uh, that is a miss. Or at least it would be if the bow arrow didn't spin once it missed you and shoot back into you again. He's using his veering miss reaction to attack again, and that is a 44 to hit, Masami. There's the hit. 3 to 8 plus 10 piercing. That is going to be 20 damage. Um, right. And he kind of grits his teeth as this is happening. Uh, and he is going to uh, dash off uh, to the side some more, uh, retreating from you because he knows that you're a close range fighter and he is not. Um, he then shoots a second attack at you again, Masami. And uh, that is a 34 to hit, which is a miss. And he can't veering miss again because he just used his reaction. Yep. Uh, he inhales, exhales, and says, Show me what you've got. Juji, it's your turn. You were invited to show them what you've got. <laughs> I might I might just do that. Uh, or I might just kill Lantando. Lantando <laughs> is pulling up his next card. He's like, uh, the avalanche, the crows, the teamster. Huh? <laughs> oh god. I I think that I think that Masami's got this. I think I want to see Masami be terrifying and get Artis's ass. Um, okay. <laughs> so Juji's uh, gonna go for Lantando. <laughs> Okay, go for it. Attack! Right. I fucking kill. Uh, Chuji's going to do Flurry of Blows. Okay. 
<laughs> no! I was like, oh, you rolled really low. It's fine. They're both hits. Both hits 38, 35. Okay, roll me that damage. It needs to make a 427 if he survives to see if he can avoid being stunned. 31 and 27. He's still up. Barely. Damn. 18 okay. HP left. As you rush over to the Wirewood Spellcaster. Bah, 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 and Lantondo stumbles back, gasping in pain. Like, ah, ooh, ow. And they're going to need to make a fortitude save. That's a 40. What's your class DC? Uh, my class DC is 35. Okay, so he is not stunned. You have one action left? I do have one action left, and this would be at a minus 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fuck it, we ball. <laughs> Fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. Oh, oh my god. My god. No way. No fucking way. <laughs> Fuck it, we ball. <laughs> I didn't even hit the right button, but that would have been a nat 20 no matter what. <laughs> so that's a 40 to hit, which is a crit. That's a 40 to hit. She chuji. What the fuck do you do to Lantondo, your friend? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to see the hidden truth card, the lawful good card of intelligence representing discovery of greater truth within, or the snake by the chaotic evil card of intelligence representing poison venom? I'd like to do 54 book? damage to my friend, Lantondo. Well, ain't that just the thing? <laughs> um, Lantondo is not flying through the air. He's on fire. He's blasted into the crowd. I think he actually goes into the crowd. <laughs> yes! Chuji uh, flings him into the stands. Uh, some people catch him, and uh, Tagata Emi says, By the gods! The radiant winds are blasting through this fight in record time! The biting roses are doing their best, but sometimes Invincible's just too good! <laughs> As Lantondo drops to the floor, a final card kind of slips out of his grip. The neutral evil card of strength. The beating. An assault from all quarters, or the mental dissolution of the self. I wonder what it represents in this case. <laughs> okay, Sanku, it's your turn. So right now, Yarika is down, and uh, Lantondo is down. Um, I will say, Grandfather Mantis is still up. Uh, however, he's he's kind of a weird case. He's not exactly his own independent creature. He's not... Um, he's currently just kind of fighting on impulse out of uh, Yarika's dreams. Um, but if he is the last one standing, he does not count as his own combatant, you know? It's That's like fair. if Lolo were the last combatant on your team. That's so unfair. Lolo Lolo's a tax-paying citizen. Okay. I, he definitely isn't. Oh. So he avoids taxes? 100%. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that being said, he, uh, Grandfather Mantis is still an active combatant. He has two actions on each turn, and he's going to kick ass if you're not careful. So, what do you do, Sanku? Um, well, I would do this to Artis if, if uh, he was closer, but he's not. So, Grandfather Mantis, um, I'm going to cast Elemental Betrayal on him with fire magic. Uh-oh, I can see where this is going. Yeah, um, and then I'm going to use Fireball, uh, Scattered Fire even okay on both uh on both artists and uh grandfather mantis okay um sanku how does this look again you know those fireworks that when they're flying into the air make like a whining noise yes like that um i think that that's what fireball looks like for him i think most fire magic is fireworks themed because he aesthetically did it on purpose 
Um, I think these ones are just like the kind that explode into like, uh, like the really big ones, you know, mm-hmm. um, like the ones that happen, not the last firework, but like the ones that are like leading up to like the climax during a firework show. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like really big and just like, uh, I think they're mostly blue. Um, it's like blues and purples, the watery ocean colors. Mm-hmm. Well, it this sea of blue fire erupts and crackles around both of them. And let's see how they do. Okay. He got a tree tree. Does that, pay, fa- does that pass? Nope, that's a failure. Okay, and Grandfather Mantis, uh, he... He gets a 45. That's a success. But not a script success. Yeah. Jesus, your DC is high. Full casters. Oh my god, that's a lot of dice. Full casters. <laughs> so that's 51 damage to Artis, and it would be 25 damage to... 25 damage plus your elemental betrayal uh, means that it would do uh, 31 damage to uh, Grandfather Mantis. Fireworks roar through the stadium and the crowd cheers. They are completely on your side. This is an incredible fight for them. Um, (laughs) uh, Thank you. You shoot out these blasts and Lolo roars. Um, And in the stands, uh, you hear uh, Tagala Emmy kind of like shouting out and saying, Come on! Rated wins! Show them what you've got! (laughs) Artis is still standing, but who knows for how long. Um, Grandfather Mantis time. He isn't able to win on his own as a minion, but he is going to avenge Yarika. And he rushes for Yumasami using a pounce attack, where he moves and attacks in one action. Uh, and that is going to be a strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grandfather Mantis cleaves into you with a 44 to hit. Ooh, that hits. And that is going to be 27 slashing damage as he cuts into you. Okay. And he's going to grab you as a free action. Oh, he grabs. He The mantis catches you in its claws, and it uh, shrieks out, and it's going to try claw you one more time. It doesn't get three actions, only two. And that's going to be 38 to hit. Yep, that Another hits. hit. 32 damage to you again, Masami. Okay. Uh, you are being mauled by this thing, and it is now your turn. Um, the ghost of this guy is still... Yeah, I know she's on fire. Um, the ghost <laughs> of Yarika's grandfather, at least that's what you, she says he is, uh, is pinning you down and stopping you from kicking Arcus's ass. What do you do? They're going to dimensional assault up a grab. Motherfucker! <laughs> Masami, you teleport out of this thing's grasp and dash up through the field, uh, winking into existence and out of it. Uh, and the crowd goes, ooh, as you are charging. For the strike. Oh, do you attack him as you're going? Yes. That's fun. Uh, 45. That's a hit. Roll damage. 23. Okay, cool. You slash into him. This ghostly mantis is still standing pretty good and still kind of scary. He flaps his bug wings at you and you're like, <laughs> you have two actions left, though. What do you do? Well, three <laughs> actions technically if you're yeah, you using your speeding. Yeah, okay, um, fine. <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the haste, Bob. Um <sighs> They are going to immediately use uh, one action to run up to Artis. Okay. <laughs> and spell strike because it got refreshed. <laughs> Go for it. 
So, yes, that's a 32. However. 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 That is a miss. Reverse strike. My hero point card. What does reverse strike do? Play after you fail an attack roll. You get a success on the attack roll rather than a failure. (laughs) Uno reverse card, bitch. How does this look? Um. Ooh, I think what happens is Masami misses the first strike and then they let go of their sword midair. Mm-hmm. Twirl, catch it with the other hand, and strike backhanded. Oh my god. I think Artis looks confident for just a second. And then, roll me that damage. The damage from the sword is 22 damage. Okay, he takes it. And then the spell strike. Gouging claw, kitsune hand incoming. Okay. 28. And Masami, with that, your claw makes contact with Artis, and you slam him out of the way, and he rolls over a few times before landing on his back. K.O. All of you are panting, catching your breath. And then it dawns on you. You did it. You won the semifinals. Which means... You made it into the finals itself. Oh my god. <laughs> I think I think Seku sort of is like, Okay, I'm gonna lie down! And then he lies down on the floor! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the crowds are roaring and cheering, punching the air. Uh, you see in the crowd, Kasuhida is like shaking his fist. Yes! Yes! <laughs> um, and together, Emmy says, Impossible! It's been done! The Radiant wins! They've made it all the way into the finals! We have our first finalists for the 30th Ruby Phoenix Tournament! How are you guys all doing? Um... Seiko doesn't get to lay down for long because uh, uh, Chuji is picking him up, picking Mishami up, fucking flinging him ah! around. <laughs> I, they are celebrating on the field. <laughs> I, I think... So you know how, like, when something happens to you and you just don't feel it for a while? <laughs> yeah, that's what Misami's feeling right now. Like, they're just like, wait, wait, hang on, wait, wait, hang on, hang wait. <laughs> um... Lolo coils around all of you in a big hug, and he roars out, shaking the arena. Um, it's great. Yarika gets up and slowly walks over to you all. And Grandfather Mantis, you know, puts his arms around her shoulders, making sure she's okay. Hmm. And she walks up to you, Chuji. And she <laughs> shakes her hand and says, Well, I can't say I left the Ruby Phoenix tournament with any regrets. I'm glad I was able to fight the Radiant Twins. Uh, Chuji uh, pulls Yarika into like a, a a hug, like the handshake kind of hug, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and she like, hugs back. You did, uh-uh. you did fucking great. I didn't even get to show you my spell punch. And she like charges a spell around her hand, and she like punches you lightly. I did a whole Magus thing. I saw Miss Ami training and tried to figure it out myself. It was great, but oh well, you all got <laughs> the better of me. Um. Artis gets up beside you, Masami, and puts, like, a hand, like, around your forearm and, like, kind of pulls himself up and then, like, hugs you a little bit as well and says, 
a well-deserved win. You did incredible, Masami. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, it hasn't hit, but hey, nice shooting. You actually, I'll be honest, you... Out of any person who has hit me from a distance, I think you've hit me the most. <laughs> well, maybe in the future we'll have a chance to fight again, and I'll show you what I'm really made of then. Oh, a challenge. Perfect. Uh, Lantondo gets up and he kind of hobbles to you, Sanku, and says, Oh. Oh, my card was in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The... The big sky was up inverted, so it was a change for you. Ah, sorry. Well, a wordy win, wouldn't you say? And he kind of like high fives you with a, a cool, cool wooden hand. <laughs> you are very quickly rushed off the field because, after all, that's only one half of the finalists chosen. The second half of the semifinals starts. Standing on one side of the, uh, the uh, field are Tino's toughest. Tino, champion of Aurori, punches his hands together and hypes up his team. Come on, guys. We've got so far. We've come so far. We've fought for so many friends. Let's show the Lightkeepers what we've got. Gig slams her hammer down and says... We're going to make it to the finals, and we're going to show everyone that sometimes the underdog really bites down hard. Uh, Zumi kind of flicks a hand and says, I've really learned a lot of new spells during this whole tournament. Why don't I put them all to use? And um, Malako swings their swords around and says, yes, let's do just that. As the fight gets ready to begin, um... On the other side, Sutak Noir doesn't really uh, look too aggressive. She just kind of checks her nails and says, Hmm, don't worry. We know a threat when we see one. We won't go too hard on you. After all, I see no threats before us. And her mocked familiar flickers on her shoulder. Uh, Diku Sunan flexes and says, I'm going to have fun beating you all into a pump. Hu Ying kind of like just swings uh, a bag of coins around and says, How about this? I bet you we're going to kick your asses. And she throws them all the coins. Here, you can bet with my money, since you clearly don't have any of your own. And as Connect the Exile says, We really shouldn't be just messing around. It's crucial that we win. Let's go. And so, the fight begins. It is a veritable blitz. And Tino's toughest, who you have seen grow from the very bottom to the very top, fights with more energy than you've ever seen them go. Gig the Big Goblin swings a spinning hammer into Diku Sonam, who catches it with both hands and tries to do a reverse slam into the ground. But Gig lets go of the hammer while he's got the hammer midair and belly flops down into him, smashing him into the ground. Asganak the Exile brings a shield up, blocking the majority of this attack around the Sonam, before causing skeletal hands to grasp out of the ground and pull at the ankles of, uh, of Zumi Ran, trying to slam her into the ground. But Zumi scorches them with fairy fire, disintegrating them into dust. Tino Tung dashes around the field, applying lay on hands where they're needed, blocking and healing all, that, all the attacks that the Lightkeepers are throwing. 
Hu Ying throws a pressure point attack at him and gets him in the gut, which does shoot him stumbling backwards, but Malaku surges forward and avenges him with a solid blow against Hu Ying. Sutak Noa stands and her hair flies out and grabs into, uh, into Malaku, slamming them onto the ground, knocking them KO. When Malaku goes down, Gig lets out a roar and jumps away from Diki Sonam and attacks into Sutak Noa, who blocks her away with some hair and sends her flying into uh, Hu Ying. Hu Ying grabs a, a Gig, who bites into her arm, and there's a scuffle before Hu Ying's head is slammed into the floor and she's knocked KO. Gig is quickly avenged by Diki Sonam, who fucking drills her into the air with an uppercut flying her 50 feet up, where he jumps, grabs, and ground pounds her, 50 feet back down. The crowd cheers. The underdogs versus the rogues. The final few moments of the fight are the most intense. Tino Tung dashes against Sutak Noir, the last remaining member of the Light Keepers. Hair blocks fist. Fist punches into body. Magic surges forward. And a flash of lightning uh, explodes into Tino who yells in pain but he keeps going because that's what heroes do seeing that he's low on HP he stalls back dodges a hair punch from Sutak Noir and he puts a hand to his chest casting lay on hands and nothing happens he looks at his hand in confusion and realizes oh he used all his lay on hands and then Sutak Noir delivers a uh, a uh, disintegrate ray into Tino's gut, searing him with pain. He stumbles back a little bit, rushing forward, punches her in the face. She catches it with hand just before it makes contact and punches back. There's a cloud of uh, dust that covers the arena and two silhouettes stand. One falls. And Tino Tung is standing. And the crowd what? start to cheer. Before he drops to his knees. No! KO. No! And Sutakwa pushes herself up and smiles. The Lightkeepers have won. This rematch match had the same result as the first time. Kigata Emi calls out and says. That's it! Despite a valiant effort, Tino's toughness are not leaving the loser's brackets. The champions of the Ruby Phoenix Storms will either be the Radiant Winds or the Light Keepers! Are you crying? <laughs> Tino! I'm never gonna fucking forgive you. I thought you didn't care that much for Tino. Oh, of course they were gonna I fucking, lose anyway, what? you said. You said that yeah. several times on Danger Island. That's yes, so sad. But I hate the Light Keepers. I, Tino's my dad. I'm going to beat the shit out of him, but he's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> What's my papa? I think he's in bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> he's just annoyed now. Oh, it was so close again. Damn. So, Senku crosses his arms. He's like, I already kicked their ass. And they're not, they're not going to like it. Tino slowly gets up and he offers Sutak Noir a hand. She ignores him. Bitch. I hate she her. turns to look at the crowd. She locks eyes with Yutri. 
and she brings her hair to her mouth and blows you all a kiss. Rematch. Payback for Danger Island. The crowds are cheering. They love the Light Keepers. They love the Radiant Winds. Tomorrow's going to be the biggest fight in literally a decade for this city. The finals of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. And yet, they have no idea how big the next few days are going to be for this city. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.